Hi, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Hey guys, welcome back to the Fit Me Forever podcast. Today, we're going to dive right in with a listener's question. So I'm here with Coach Jody and Coach Taylor. How are you guys doing today? So good. How are you doing? Good. Good. Happy to be here. Awesome. So this listener actually wrote in after our, one of our last podcasts, um, we were talking about calorie cycling. And so she just wrote in an email to info at the OmniFit and coach Jody was actually the one to reply to this. So I'm going to hand this over to coach Jody to give you guys a little bit of details about what this listener asked and how we're going to go about answering her question. Sure. Thanks. Um, the caller emailed in to info at the OmniFit and she said, I just listened to your podcast and have a couple of questions. I'm 45 and I'm 65 inches tall. I've been taking in about 1,100 calories a day for about six months now with the average of 70 to 90 carbs a day. I wanted to start increasing my carbs, but I'm so afraid all the fat on my stomach will come back. Is calorie cycling a good choice for me? And can you give me a ballpark of how many calories I should eat and how many carbs. I work out about five days a week, either lifting weights or HIIT. Thank you. Immediately when I got that email, I was like, um, no, I can't, I can't answer your question. I need to know some additional information. Um, you know, anytime that we're working with clients, it, there's, there's just so much more. It's so individual that we need to, to um, kind of get to the bottom of some things. So I emailed her back and just basically asked a series of questions. And the first couple ones were, um, what is your current weight? How long have you been at this weight? Um, how hungry are you? Do you just struggle with any type of eating episodes? And how long have you been dieting? So those were the basic questions to start off with. There were many more, but that was for today's discussion. I think that's what we're going to hit on and what's important. Awesome. Awesome. So just to recap, um, this listener, she said she was 65 inches. If you don't want to do those calculations in your head, that means she's five. five. <laughs> so pretty, pretty average height. What was her weight again? Um, she didn't, she didn't initially give me her weight. Um, that was one of the questions I asked was what was her current weight? Um, she did respond and in her response, she shared that she was um, five foot five and currently weighed 121 pounds. Okay. And then her current intake, what she said was about 1,100 calories? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. And her current carbs, she said, were ranging from 70 to 90 grams in a day. Correct. Correct. Okay, cool. That's good. So, Tate, when you hear that... Um, Based on those questions, before we go, go into whether or not calorie cycling is a good choice for her, her specific question sounded like, 
Now back on those episodes, those were the Fit Me Forever podcast episodes number 10 and 11, which were fat loss protocols. So if you haven't listened to those yet, make sure you go back and listen to those so that you can understand where her question came from. She's actually asking, am I eating enough? I still have these fat loss goals. Would calorie cycling be a good tool to use to reach my goals? And so that's kind of how Coach Jody came about asking these other questions. Tay, before we go into telling the listeners exactly the answer to her question, if that is good, um, what are some other things that kind of come to mind when thinking about this listener and whether or not calorie cycling is going to be good for her? Mm -hmm. um, so just like other questions you mean mm -hmm. come up. Um, so basically with that, how long she's been at that current intake um, and you know, how long she's been doing something like this. And there's so many other questions that we need to know, even of the gist of it, what her goals are. You know, I think that's the exact right step as far as wanting to go further and advance is starting a calorie cycle. But um, using that to your advantage, there's a point where we can um, use calorie cycling to advance and move forward with increasing an intake or obviously decreasing it to further fat loss too. Yeah, that makes sense. Those are a few things I think of. Cool. So Jody, tell us a little bit more about this particular um, listener. And so based on what she answered, how long had she been at that current intake, 1100 calories? And what was her dieting history like uh, prior to, you know, obviously being where she is? Yeah, well, she shared that she had been at the 121 pounds for approximately three months, and um, she was a little higher that, than that at 127 before she dropped her carb intake, which I assume was to the 70 to 90 um, uh, gram range. Uh, she said she eats about five times a day, but when she gets stressed out, she eats a lot of salty and sweet foods. Otherwise, um, she eats clean. She shared that she has three children and about 10 years ago was around 140 pounds. She lost 10 to 12 pounds um, just by cleaning up her eating and starting exercising again. Um, but then life kind of happened. And so it sounds like with her response that really she had just been dieting in this form for about six months. So she's kind of went through some seasons of um, dropping a little bit of weight maybe adding a little bit, staying steady, and then now at about six months. At right. the current take. So listening to our podcast, um, one of the things that we had said was whenever you're aiming for fat loss is you have to make sure that you're in a most optimal place to continue losing fat. And when I read her question, my initial reaction in my mind was this person's asking, should I continue to diet? If I shouldn't, how do I stop dieting without actually gaining back body fat? I think that's a valid question that probably a lot of you guys are listening to. You want to be in the right place, you know, optimally for your metabolism, but there's definitely that logical fear of erasing all the hard work that you have. So balancing that increasing your intake with still maintaining your goals or putting yourself in a better place, calorie cycling is a fantastic way to go about doing that. Yeah, I definitely think so too. Um, and, and you can calorie cycle, like Taylor said, for different goals, for loss or for stabilization. 
And I, I think of it too, calorie cycling is a lot like just training in the gym. You're training your metabolism. Um, you can continually increase intake to a certain point if you do it correctly without gaining a lot of excess body fat. And so um, I think that her question is, there's, I hear fear in her, but I also think, hey, I, I have an answer for you. But initially, when I first read her email, I was concerned about um, what was her current body weight based on her intake. And really, she's, she's pretty low intake for her current body weight. And I would suggest that she doesn't want to, or anybody doesn't want to remain that low for that period of time because you're compromising that optimal metabolic response. And so it would make sense for her, I think, to start cycling. Um, and so to help get that intake back up a little bit, yeah, let's get that intake back up and hopefully maintain the weight where she's at, do that for a while. And then, then she could cut again, um, and then bring it back up. So it's, it's that process of going back and forth, um, and to do that and do it responsibly. So. Right. And I love giving the listeners some, some pretty tangible um, kind of guidelines that they can apply to themselves. So um, can you explain to the listeners, what were the recommendations for this listener to be in an optimal, an optimal place? I know we've mentioned this before, but just kind of as a recap, some general, where your intake should be, what your goals are um, before beginning to diet again. So what's her goal to get to if she's going to be calorie cycling? Um, I know you mentioned that in your reply to her. I did. My reply, I basically had said to her, really, when when you're in a deficit, you want to be in a relative deficit when cutting, not an, not an extreme deficit. And generally, I would say that would be, you know, no less than 11 times body weight. And so just as an example, she is, I'm just going to put it in the calculator right now. She's 117. She, she was 121 pounds. Okay, 121. And her relative deficit would be, what did you just say? Um, 11, 11 times body weight. Cool. So that would be about 1300 calories, 1330, just for the listeners that are listening. Right. But what she shared with us is her current intake was at 1100. So right. on a daily basis, you know, she's significantly under and she's not going to be able, I think, to maintain that healthily over too long of a period of time. Right. Um, and she didn't share that she was continuing to see the progress. Um, many times we will take clients into that nine, 10 calorie per range when they've stopped seeing fat loss at the higher relative deficit, but that's not a place where we stay. And if you are going to be into that nine and 10 calorie range to see fat loss, you need to be seeing fat loss. There's no reason why you shouldn't besides the fact that your body needs a break and then if you are, there's also a proper way to cycle back out of that deficit so that you don't regain on that body fat. So I just want to make sure to give you guys some pretty hard numbers that you can take your own current body weight and your own current intake and determine, am I in a good place to continue dieting? And if I'm not, could I use this calorie cycling tool to increase my intake while limiting my fat gain? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And and I did share with her that I felt that a healthy metabolic maintenance level for her would, on paper, <laughs> um, would be about 1,500, um, 1,550 to about 1,650 calories, which would be, I believe, about 13 times body weight, I think is where we were at. Uh, and 
she would ideally be at that place and not gaining a ton of body fat. So there would be some feedback elements in this. You, you would gradually increase over time and you know, you're going to see some changes, but hopefully it's done well, not a lot of changes. And, um, but you wouldn't be as hungry. You would have more energy, obviously. I'd probably feel healthier, you know, overall. I think there's indications that when either you're too low and you're not losing, your your body's just it's it's not optimal. It's and, done. It's done with it. Yep. Yeah. And if you're, you know, too high and you're gaining and you're really still not in that in-between range of about, you know, 13 and you find you're gaining you may have have some metabolic damage going on. And so that's being in a deficit too long. So, And those things are, they're recoverable. Um, you know, don't let the word scare you, you know, guys that are listening. It's just that it just, it is what it is. There's, and you don't know until you try. Um, one of the things that we were talking about before actually hitting record on this podcast was some common themes that we see while people are trying different tools. Something like a calorie cycling is if you are someone that has been dieting at that low intake, you're not seeing continual fat loss and you know logically that you have to increase your intake, it can be really nerve wracking, so to speak. So you start on that process and maybe you do see a little bit of, of weight increase or maybe a little bit of body fat gain um, my encouragement to you and our encouragement to you is to hang in there because what I've seen happen, and this is years and years and years of experience, hundreds of women um, going through this is that that little bit of fat gain is so monumental in restoring their overall metabolism that sometimes it hangs around until your next cut. Um, sometimes though your metabolism will rev itself up and you will find that your appetite has increased. You'll find that um, you're, you're becoming more insulin sensitive because all of those mechanics inside of your body start functioning optimally. And then that five pounds that you might've gained in the first couple weeks of increasing your intake falls right back off five, six, seven weeks later. Yeah. I think it's basically that response. Your body's, you know, when you've been in a, a too low of a cut for too long, it's your body just saying, Hey, I'm starving. And now you bring the intake back up and just quite simply, it will adjust itself out because it feels like it doesn't have to hold on to every little thing that comes into your mouth, you know? I like to think of it as oil in a car. After so long without having those fluids in there, things are going to start breaking down a little bit. Things are going to stop working the way they should be until you start putting the oil in. And that's exactly what those nutrients in a sufficient amount of calories is going to be for all of us. Right. Yeah. And, and a lot of times your body lets go. I mean, think about how many times we've seen clients increase their intake. And I, I think about myself personally too. Yeah. Like we've all experienced that, um, increase your intake and you lose weight. Like what? Yeah. It's <laughs> counterintuitive, yeah. So yeah. one thing we haven't really covered yet is her exercise. I know that she shared that. I also want to point out, I want to talk about what she's actually doing as obviously um, what we've shared is applicable specifically to her and her situation, but how important um, proper amounts of both cardio and weight training is to increasing your intake and how utilizing both of those resources can be helpful to limiting fat gain. Um, there's going to be some people listening that might not have the opportunity to exercise more, um, but 
the majority of our listeners are probably already exercising and possibly exercising more than what is most optimal for them. And so as you're also decreasing or increasing your food, rather, um, there's that, there's that part of decreasing the exercise that is important to metabolic health. Can we kind of talk about the proper way to go about getting those things in balance and maybe what this particular listener was doing, what her, what your recommendations were? Yeah, she had shared again, remember she was intaking 1100 calories at a body weight of 121 pounds. And what she had shared that she works out five days a week, either lifting weights or high intensity cardio type work, hit work. So um, that that's a lot of energy expenditure and not a lot of energy coming in. So that was my initial response when I saw the email. No, that's really good. That's really good. So um, I can't remember. Did you comment on how to adjust her exercise um, as she might be calorie cycling? If not, that's fine. We can just kind of go into that today. Yeah, I had suggested to her that, um, well, she said she lifts two days a week and does hit three times a week. And each session was around uh, 45 minutes and our hit was around 30. And I had shared that, you know, she should probably consider moving lifting to three days a week and uh, work towards cutting back on the hit to maybe, you know, gradually down two sessions a week, down to one session a week. But I definitely would get that down, um, especially the hit. It's just more metabolically expensive and recovery is more difficult. And if you're trying, if you don't have the nutrients there for recovery, um, you're just really setting yourself up for a perfect storm. Right. I would even yeah. add, I completely agree with that. Um, definitely switching out so that you've got those three days of resistance training. She's going to the gym the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, and then those other two days, maybe for two weeks, just doing the two high intensity sessions. And on that third week, if everything seems to be going well, there's no additional, you know, massive amounts of fat gain. I'm talking, you know, more than three or four pounds in that week. There might be a little bit of water retention from increasing your carbs you know, from glycogen mm -hmm. storage. Um, but that's all normal, um, as long as digestion is good and things like that. Um, I would then in that third and fourth week reduce your high her high intensity cardio to more of a low intensity. Um, mm -hmm. You're still obviously going to get that energy expenditure, but you're going to have that recovery and just some. And if you're if she's in a place where she can be outside, that is so healing for our bodies to be taking in just creation and nature and the smells and just kind of everything and not be cooped up in the gym. Um, and a lot of times it saves you time. You can just walk out your front door in most cases. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I know we were briefly talking about the, the mindset um, part of her email a little bit. Jody, do you want to run over that portion? Um, yeah, she had shared and have that right in front of me and trying to, to find that one of the things that we noticed is that, um, you know, she mentioned that after, after she had her third child, um, that she just, just by in her mind, cleaning up her eating and starting to exercise again. Um, and she had taken a year off of exercising because then she had started some educational work, um, you know, degree stuff. And, um, and then she also has three children. So, you know, kind of a busy lifestyle, but um, this, just the, um, 
I guess the idea, Taylor, around lifestyle and mindset um, is what we were talking about, correct? Yes. And so that line of cleaning things up again and exercising again is going to be a really big, important factor that really particularly sticks out to me because I know all too well that that's a common theme for a lot of women is cleaning up the diet again or exercising again when the biggest most important thing is we want to make sure that this is a lifestyle for for everybody and not something that you have to jump on and jump off a bandwagon a bandwagon you know to make sure that you're sustaining because with all of the things that we're also busy with, a family, um, exercise goals on top of that, it's we have to make sure that those things are sustainable. And you can make those small enough changes that are not going to set you over, feel like you have to really stretch in order to attain. Right. Just I think, too, the challenge of, um, you know, women that are at too low of an intake, I think it sets it you know, you're setting yourself up for that on again, off again thing, if you're not careful. And that's the thing we hear of, you know, so many times. Um, I'm, as I read this individual's email, my heart hurts for her just a little bit from the standpoint, because she's conflicted of not knowing what I should do. And thank goodness we can answer her questions here today. And also, you know, maybe getting frustrated if she's at too low of an intake for too long and then you set up that all or nothing roller coaster ride again where life gets too busy I don't have time to train or to pay as close attention to my intake as I was and you know the baby's sick or you know who knows everything that goes on in real life um, but when you can get to a decent maintenance level and and have a healthy metabolism and the energy that you need and just let this stuff be part of a lifestyle rather than, like you said, Taylor, the mindset of I'm on a diet or I'm in a cut or that sort of thing. But it's, it's just another day of making good choices for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And we all have periods of time where if we are busy, um, you might lean towards grabbing more of those processed foods, grabbing um, the majority of the time that I've communicated with people and they talk about cleaning up their diet it's usually I'm eating out and I'm eating too much processed food um and so while that is we just like to change the language around it just a little bit and it be less about cleaning things up and more about just making better decisions um when you know better you do better or at least you should right quote unquote um so just to wrap up this this episode we just wanted her original question is is calorie cycling a good choice for me and in this particular um, person situation, we decided, yes, calorie cycling would be a fantastic choice for her. Um, while also implementing a few of the other exercise changes, which like Jody mentioned was exercise cycling, <laughs> you know, alternating and changing the amount of energy expenditure that you're doing at different times to reach the different goals. And ultimately, um, it's a balance between most of us are, are aiming towards a physical transformation 
um, but not ignoring what's going on, on the inside too. That's really important to us. And um, we hope that that's also important to you guys too that are listening. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys, um, other listeners, please keep sending in your questions. Um, it's wonderful. We love hashing them out. We love talking about them. Um, and if this is a type of episode that really speaks to you, if you've got some gears turning in your head, you're wondering, what do I do? Um, you might, you know, just go ahead and send that information into info at the Omnifit.com. Yeah. Cool. We'll be happy to <laughs> yes. And then one more awesome. note. We also have the open enrollment for our seven day transformation challenge. That's going to begin on March 13th. So you, it's not open yet, but you can go to our website, just theomnifit.com, and you'll see a pop up that says um, just to learn more. And you can sign up to be notified as soon as that open enrollment begins. And so that is super exciting. It's the first one of 2018. So March 13th, mark your calendars. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at theomnifit.com. And of course, please connect with us on social media. All of our handles, our Instagram and Facebook are both at The Omnifit. And if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're putting out, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps other people find us, and it lets us know that we're putting out content that you enjoy. All right, talk to you guys soon.